Welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 10, if you can believe it. I can't believe it. I mean, it's one of those moments where I feel like, did it happen super fast or was it like super, super slow? I don't really know. But what I do know is that I'm glad that you were here and I hope this finds you well in the middle of still a crazy, crazy year. COVID-19 is still very much in our world and it is affecting everything that is life. I was listening to a podcast this week and one of the questions that was asked in the podcast was, what is life now? What does life look like now? And it got me thinking. Um, And the fact that life looks the way that it does, it being so unknown and not normal, it adds an element of stress into our daily lives that used to not be there. So today we're going to talk about stress. That's right. Um, We're going to talk about how you act within stress. And uh, if you know anything about the Enneagram, you know that there are, the diagram of the Enneagram is uh, a circle, obviously, nine points. And then there's a bunch of lines going on inside of it that could potentially look like a bunch of nonsense if you don't know what's going on. So um, if you have access to a device that you're not listening to or watching this on where you can pull up a diagram or maybe you have a book or something, um, I would suggest uh, you pulling that out if you can. If you can't, it's not a huge deal, but um, um, it will be very helpful if you don't know much about the Enneagram in the way that it's set up physically within the diagram. So the diagram of the Enneagram, as you obviously have seen, nine points, bunch of lines. Um, but if you haven't seen it, just make sure you Google it or whatever you can. Um, because we're going to talk about um, one direction that we, not the band, <laughs> that's a funny joke, uh, uh, a direction in which we move within each type to what looks like a different type. And uh, if that's confusing, don't worry, I'm going to explain a little bit more as I move through. Um, so the diagram that is the Enneagram connects any one point to two other points or types Um And um, one is uh, an area of growth. When you're healthy or when you're growing, you you tend to um, exude certain aspects or um, uh, versions of a healthier side of a type, where the other line, um, sometimes they're called arrows, show you what you may look like when you're stressed. So um, this is the way that my coach... um, puts it, uh, when a person is under stress, they start to believe that they are all alone and must make life work on their own. During this time of stress, they tend to move in a certain direction, meaning they start to take on the average to unhealthy traits and or characteristics of a type the arrow is pointing towards. It is important to see these patterns of behavior as a warning sign. And she likes to call it like a a rumble strip on the side of the road. Um, If you're driving down the highway and your tires start to hit that little, those little turtles, um, I think they're called turtles. If they're not, I look like a fool, but um, 
you hit those and it starts to rumble your car. It's to kind of wake you back up if you fell asleep. Um, and so that just helps you notice that you are um, veering off course, basically. So um, what I want to do today is obviously, like I said, talk about stress, but I want to go through what each type looks like under, st under stress and what type they take on in the average to unhealthy sections of that type, okay? So if that's confusing, I, I understand why because it, it doesn't make sense yet, but we're going to start at the top, type one, and then I'm going to give you um, what uh, type they move towards or what number they move towards. And then give you just some uh, a, a beef uh, beef <laughs> a brief rundown of um, uh, what it looks like to take on those average to unhealthy sections of each number. Are we having fun yet? Okay, so type one moves towards type four, the average to unhealthy side of a type four. So if that, if that doesn't mean anything to you yet, um, if you have a book or you, you can get on to um, uh, online somewhere or obviously, as you can always, give me a call or shoot me an email. I um, mean, we can talk through what that looks like. But 401, when under stress, they move to the average to unhealthy sides of the type four, which looks like this. Feeling indignant, which means resentful, feeling and or showing anger at what is perceived as unjust or unfair. Um, so that's just the, the description of indignant. Feeling indignant that expectations are not achieved by themselves and or others. They also turn their anger inward and become depressed. And if you've heard uh, or if you've been with the podcast for a little while or you've done any sort of research, you know that the type one has this gigantic inner critic that is unrelenting. Um, and it's just a very, very loud voice. When in stress, that voice gets amplified and it's just screaming inside all the time. Okay? All right, my type two friends. Now, again, um, like I say almost every week, if you don't know your type, um, use these um, tips and tools as you move through your week to maybe say, like, oh, that I can see where I might have turned my anger inward or maybe there's a, a, a loud voice inside that's always criticizing um, or maybe you do know your type and um, these are tools that you can use throughout the week to um, begin to realize and self-observe like we've talked about before when you are in stress like like what my coach says this is a warning sign this is your rumble strip this is to let you know, like, oh, hey, something's going on here. I need to pay attention to, okay? So, again, my type ones, you move to the average to unhealthy side of the type four. Type twos, you guys move towards the average to unhealthy side of the type eight. So then it looks like this. Needy twos suddenly become irritable, aggressive, and dominating. They blame, make demands, and become controlling of everyone and everything. So um, I um, I have this this friend of mine that I always share the story when I get to my type two friends under stress. Um, if you know a type two in your world, they are the most loving and caring um, people that you probably know. Uh, they have the emo the most emotional bandwidth of any type in the Enneagram. 
But when my friend becomes stressed out, um, I like to, I, I share the story. It's like when she goes home to like talk to the kids and they haven't done any chores, um, it can get real weird. Um, and I like to say it like this, where she, she kicks the, the front door in and, and then just means business. It's like things change. Um, that's the, the aggressive uh, section there uh, that they can take on that unhealthy eight. And it, it's just, it seems so polar opposite, but um, it's just a really great example. I feel like just, just kicking in the front door and saying, all right, um, I, I love it. I think it's really funny. I'm sure her kids are, um, they know when mom needs business. You know what I'm saying? All right. My type three friends. Type threes move to the average to unhealthy side of the type nine. Driven threes, and they are driven because that's their thing. Driven threes suddenly become disengaged and apathetic. They neglect themselves and possibly numb out by watching TV, playing video games, shopping, and or eating. They're not doing all these things at the same time, but these are just um, some ideas as to what it may look like if a type three is moving into stress. Type fours. Type fours move to the average to unhealthy side of the type two. Aloof fours become over-involved in people's lives. They become clingy. They try to manipulate others into loving them. And they believe that this will rep replace their own love that they wish they had for themselves. All right, my type five friends. Type fives move to the average to unhealthy side of the type seven. Now, uh, if you know a type five, they're fairly, they can be very recluse. They love their private space. Um, they don't need a lot of emotional interaction with a lot of people. They have a very, very small, close-knit group of people, and they don't need much. But when they are unhealthy or they are stressed out, like in the middle of a global pandemic, maybe, uh, they become hyperactive. They become scattered. They take on new projects impulsively, and sometimes they just don't finish. They become unfocused and distracted. Are my type six friends. The type six moves towards the average to unhealthy side of the type three. The type six becomes competitive and arrogant. They avoid feeling anxious by staying busy. Um, they're reluctant to try anything new if failure is even remotely a possibility. My type seven friends. Type sevens move to the average to unhealthy side of the type one. They become perfectionist and critical, become cynical and hypercritical just to change people, and they blame others for preventing their fun. So you have a, a type seven in your in your world who, as Ian Cron would call it, the joy bomb of the Enneagram. Um, when they enter this space, it's it's another one of those really stark, stark things. Their sevens are so playful and um, fun and energetic and outgoing, and then they become this overly critical, blaming others kind of people that you're like, hey. What's going on here? Something is off. And if you have a friend where you're seeing them in that space, wherever their type is, it's your opportunity now to say, hey, I, I can see that this is going on in your world. 
Um, what What do you need? How can I help? Type eights move towards the average to unhealthy side of the type five. Uh, they become secretive. They become fearful. They become less in touch with their feelings and they withdraw from others. They also fear that others will turn on them and betray them, which is definitely a core fear for the type eight. That's why that's that protective armor is up as much as it is. And finally, my type nine friends, if you're new with us, uh, this is the space that I take up. I sit in the type nine space. Type nines move towards the average to unhealthy t side of the type six. They become anxious and worried. They become testy and defensive. And their mind starts racing and internal anxiety increases. And we also, um, only because I can speak from experience, we also kind of go into that worst case scenario thinking of, well, this happened, so that means that this is going to happen, and then it's all going to fall apart. We might as well just set it all on fire and quit now, um, which isn't helpful. <laughs> it's not helpful, and I know this face well. Um, my brother and I and uh, uh, another friend of mine, we have a business together outside of, of coaching, and um, it's been a stressful time. It's uh, in the food world, and uh, the restaurants have been re hit really hard in the middle of all this COVID stuff. And we've got a lot of hard decisions to make. And it seems like every day is a new decision with new stress. And um, I have noticed in myself how much of this stuff, this anxiety and worry, has played its part in my internal world um, for months now. And... Um, trying to hold on to hope about uh, and, and trying to hold on to things lightly as we move through this really, really mucky water. Um, it's been exhausting. Um, so if you find yourself there, that's probably pretty normal. It's probably pretty normal. I hope this finds you well. I hope this gives you a little bit of hope that uh, you're not alone and we're all in this together because these are unprecedented times. And um, the way that you act in stress is probably very prevalent to you right now. And I thought it was a, a good time to be able to talk about it this week. As the numbers continue to rise and uh, infection rates do not go down, uh, stress and anxiety and worry and fear can definitely skyrocket in our internal worlds. Uh, I hope this finds you well. As always, um, I wanted to offer this too this week. Um, you don't have to. If you have questions or concerns or whatever about what the world is, not that I am a, a, a knowledgeable source on that, but if you need a, a listening ear in this weird, weird time, um, shoot me an email and uh, we can chat. Um, there's also a button on the website if you want to schedule a call. Um, it's it's no cost. It's free just to, to chat. Um, and maybe we can help you find a little bit more info about you. Um, but I just wanted to offer that up because it's a weird time right now. Uh, I also wanted to share this week uh, over on the website, there's a new freebie that I have over on the website. Um, on any one of the pages you click on, it's somewhere, somewhere in there on the scrolling up and down, there's a way to sign up for that. And you can get a free download of the all nine types broken down. And um, uh, that'll also uh, get you onto the email list and I will send out new updates and interesting freebies and that kind of stuff 
uh, as time goes on and you'll get the first early access to all that kind of really cool stuff. So as we grow here at Amen Anchor, um, I invite you to be a part of it because I, I think it's pretty cool and I hope that you do as well. Um, as we end every podcast, I just want to tell you, uh, be kind to one another, treat yourself well, give yourself a break. And um, as always, if you don't know what's holding you back in the world, how can you really move forward? Grace and peace. Bye, guys.